Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up three and a quarter at four dollars and three quarters. January soybeans are up thirteen and a quarter at ten sixty-five and a half. December Chicago wheat up six and a half cents at six fourteen. December Kansas City wheat up seven and a half cents at five sixty and a half. December spring wheat up five at five sixty-one. It is election day in the United States. Um We should probably be prepared for a little bit of volatility across some of these markets. And this probably applies more to, um, you know, markets like the equities, the treasuries, uh, the currencies, maybe the precious metals. I don't think that in any case we're going to see necessarily a a fundamental shift um, to the grain markets because of this election. Now, the thing that, that concerns me a little bit is that large speculators, the funds hold some real big length across this grain complex. When you look at the combined length across the corn, soybean, and SRW wheat markets, uh, combined net fund length of 434,000 contracts across those three markets, that is considered extreme historically. We've only seen that type of length uh, combined across those three markets on a handful of occasions historically. So I guess my, my only concern in regard to the grain markets is that we get into some sort of of situation that presents a degree of uncertainty. Um, uh, the markets markets in general don't like uncertainty. If you were to get into a contested election or a situation where we don't know the results for uh, several days, that could be problematic, and it could it could cause uh, large money managers to pull money from these markets. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but um, I've had a lot of people ask about the election and what might happen. And I think that if there is a risk, uh, maybe that is the risk short term. USDA released its weekly crop progress report yesterday. The U.S. corn crop is 82% harvested, up from 72 last week, um, ahead of the 69% average. Where you're seeing delays in harvest or or, or places where uh, you know the harvest pace is behind average, it's it's mostly in the eastern part of the country to the southeastern part of the country, the uh, western half of the Corn Belt, um, northwest, uh, most of those areas have been ahead of schedule. U.S. soybean crop is 87% harvested versus 83 last week and 83 on average. As with corn, same kind of deal, um, south, southeastern areas, eastern areas uh, running behind a schedule behind schedule, western areas ahead of schedule. The U.S. winter wheat crop is rated 43% good to excellent. That's up from 41 last week, but still way behind the 54% average. The worst ratings are being seen in your um, your HRW areas in the Southern Plains, Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma, Colorado, Nebraska. We've still got some drought uh, lingering and building in some of those areas. That crop is now 89% planted versus 85 last week and 86 on average. That crop is 71% emerged versus 62 last week and 70 on average. Um, speaking of the winter wheat crop, I'm looking at the um, weather forecasts here this morning. And there's a little bit more rain in the forecast for the Southern Plains uh, this morning uh, compared to yesterday's forecast. Uh, the problem is that most of it, you know, you're going to see some more rain in Oklahoma and Kansas and parts of Nebraska, but most of it's going to be east. It's going to be the eastern, maybe half of Oklahoma, maybe the eastern third of Kansas, maybe just the southeastern corner of Nebraska. So a lot of these western areas that have been dry uh, are probably going to remain dry the way that it looks. 
We have another USDA report a week from today. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report. It will be out on Tuesday, the 10th at 11 a.m. Central Time. Uh, we'll start to see some some private estimates um, ahead of, of that report. Uh, FC Stone or StoneX was out with their numbers yesterday. They pegged the U.S. corn yield at 178.9 versus their previous estimate of 179 even. So they came down just a hair. Uh, USDA has got the, the yield at 178.4. Uh, they pegged the soybean yield at 52.1, down from their previous estimate of 52.4. USDA is at 51.9. At least one vessel will soon be shipping soybeans from the United States Gulf to Brazil. It's being reported that uh, a smaller ship, 38,000 uh, 38,000 uh, metric tons of beans, that's about one and a half million bushels, will be uh, destined for Brazil. You know, your bigger ships that go to China, the big, what they call the Panamax vessels, hold about twice that. But um uh, still, this has kind of been, I'm not going to say it's old news, but we kind of knew that this sort of deal was coming. Brazilian soybean supplies are exhausted. Um, they will have to import some small amounts in order to kind of fill the gap between now and their own harvest in February or March. Um, looking at the corn market, you know, it's it's acted well despite the correction. We're back above $4 December uh, futures today. Um, we were able to hold that trend support on the chart and, and that trend line continues to rise every day. It's at about 392 today. So that would be your big support level on any sell-off. Uh, funds maintain a big long position in the corn market. Um, it was estimated that funds were net long 208,000 contracts as of yesterday's close. That's an extreme long relative to the last five years. Um, historically, funds had been long uh, a lot more than that back in, you know, say 2010 to 2012. China has been kind of absent from the corn market. There was a flash sale of 204,000 metric tons of corn to an unknown destination yesterday. I suppose that could have been China. You got to keep an eye on this COVID deal. Um, this is still problematic for ethanol. And I know that we haven't talked as much about this recently because the corn market's been strong. But uh, if if these lockdowns and restrictions continue, uh, that is not a good thing for for ethanol at all and, and not for corn demand either. Soybean market is, is still holding together remarkably well. You know, we kind of broke that uptrend on the chart, but then we've just consolidated. So we didn't see any big sell-off or anything. Uh, Brazilian farmers are moving fast. They've almost caught up to the five-year average in regard to planting after a slow start. Some groups have actually increased their projections for Brazilian soybean production uh, just in the last uh, week or so. The wheat market is acting well. Uh, a little bit of relief again for the U.S. Southern Plains. Prices rallied yesterday and trade a little bit higher overnight. One of the uh, stories that's garnering some attention, I, I discussed this yesterday and I discussed this in a podcast last week. Uh, wheat in China is selling at a discount to corn. Uh, the Chinese government has been auctioning wheat at a much quicker pace. Um, there's going to be more wheat fed in China uh, because it's uh, essentially cheaper than corn or on par with corn in regard to prices. So that's a factor that is is potentially friendly here, I suppose, uh, for the wheat market. Cattle market was able to shrug off some early losses yesterday. Came off and it came up and finished higher in uh, most of these fat cattle contracts. Feeder cattle were mixed, but again off the lows. So we'll see what develops here today. Uh, stock market was higher yesterday. It's higher again today. Uh, the Dow Jones is up 420 points ahead of the cash open. The S and P is up 41. The bonds are down. U.S. dollars down. Uh, crude oil is up a dollar 24 at 38.05 in the December WTI contract. Uh, gold's up nine bucks. Silver up a little bit. If you'd like some more information, visit my website 
www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan. If you would like to know how I'm marketing grain throughout the year, it's broken down by crop, by crop year and percentage in my email every single morning that goes out at 630 central time. There's also a text message service that accompanies that. Uh, Check out that service. It's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no other obligation. There's no other fee, um, nothing like that. So so certainly check that out if you're looking to, to see what I'm doing every day of the week. Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.